Everybody, it's your old pal Joe coming at you from my home. Low energy, low energy. Was that bad? Uh, I'm Laura, and this is Heavy Friending, Austin's uh, number good. one friendship-based podcast, and that's been confirmed by the mayor. The mayor of Austin said it, and uh, it's true. This is a friendship-based podcast. Uh, it started when Laura and I, we were complete strangers. We didn't know each other. Uh, and then through the magic of podcasting, we've become really the best of friends, especially over quarantine. Yeah, we've been hanging out a lot on uh, during quarantine. We FaceTiming it, drink once, once, twice, once, thrice was, at least. Okay, well, you know, we don't need to count. We have guests here that we'd love to bring in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know them. And you love them because uh, they're they're talented, <laughs> very talented, <laughs> uh, engaging, humorous uh, individuals. But you might know them best for their musical abilities. Are you, were you waiting on me to say the next part? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if we were it in the same like you room, were, you would have. Just I would have picked in. up on it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we're here with Heart Bones. Heart Bones. Hey. Hello, Sabrina, Sabrina and, and Sean. Sean. Yeah. Hi. Sabrina and Sean. So Sabrina y'all will know Sabrina also from Sweet Spirit and the Giant Dog. And Sean from, of course, Harmar Superstar. Uh, we were kind of waiting for the mayor to decree, to decree uh, uh, the show as the number one friendship podcast before mm. we come on. So uh, yeah. we're just really glad that finally happened. So thanks. Yeah, I think that. that's a common theme because we're getting a lot of calls now. Yeah. A lot of calls. Um, my mom may come on. We put a lot of people on the waiting list to get heartbones here. Yeah. And we, yeah, we, we normally don't do a show until we can, you know, at least <laughs> circumvent or, or pass over a few guests first and make them wait. So, and it, it's, it's a who's who, let me tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> You'd be like, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> nice. Who and who? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, uh, you have like a million projects and you have all this stuff going on. How did you guys meet and how did all this get started? And give me the rundown. I usually start this story and I'm pretty curious to see how Sean would start this oh, story. Oh, okay. okay. We'll do a switch up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, oh, man, I just, I just, <laughs> I felt no like the pressure to improv right there. And I just, no, don't I panic. Just myself. tell us the truth. Sean, I just want to know what it was like. Okay. Well, I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was a huge, uh, a giant dog fan. This is just, I'm just going to tell the story. Uh, and so anytime I'd be in Austin, um, playing at a festival, um, you know, I think one of the particular favorite a giant dog shows I saw was during fun, fun, fun. Um, and I think it was, 
a sideshow indoors at um, Barracuda, and it might even have been Red Seven then. But uh, um, mm-hmm. I was just like blown away by the show. I'd heard so much about the band, and I just love Sabrina's uh, front person, like just energy. And uh, it was just one of those things where I, I just couldn't get enough. So any any time I could, I'd kind of gather my friends or bandmates or anything to see a giant dog whenever they'd, you know, be in the same town as I was. And so, um, I went and saw them at, uh, triple rock in Minneapolis when that still existed and, um, sort of, you know, barged backstage (laughs) and, (laughs) and, uh, was like, Hey, we need to go on tour together. And I think Sabrina was just sort of like, okay and what do you do and where why what what you know what i mean <laughs> who are you <laughs> had no idea who i was or what i did and i just sort of uh uh i just persistently annoyed them until uh we ended up on tour together as uh, harmar and sweet spirit and it was just such a fun time um you know every night on stage just our band and their band uh, we just had the best times together and there was a lot of like stage diving and Sabrina joining us on stage and you know eventually uh later on when you Sweet barging on the stage through. yeah i mean just barging <laughs> just there's a it, it there's a lot of barging basically is what happens in our <laughs> when Sean barged his way into my life <laughs> into in your 2016 heart. yes <laughs> yes and then we we uh you know, bonded over Elder Barge, and mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually did. But, uh, but um, you know, I think once we started uh, having Sabrina join us on stage to sing one of my songs uh, called "Youth Without Love" and a Prince cover, "When You Were Mine," um, it just sort of we just realized that our our voices really like like just sounded so good together that and the 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 energy that we both put out was a no brainer. So we, we just sort of decided we should try to write some songs together. And, and then, then Heartbones was born shortly. And after. the, the dance moves as well. Yeah. When I, uh, the other day, when I went through the last four years of photos on my iCloud and videos, um, and cried a lot, wow. <laughs> uh, I went through all of my relationships, all my mistakes, all my different hairstyles <laughs> and body styles. Uh, I found a video of me and you, Sean, singing When You Were Mine. Oh, awesome. In Brooklyn in 2016. And we did this really stupid dance move at one point. <laughs> we both just thought of it at the same time where... We just put our bellies together, like poked our bellies together and started kind of shimmying our bellies, both exposed bellies. And that was the moment. That, that was you, probably when it when that, it really happened. When you That's started yeah. crying. You can't go back after that moment. No, no. No, and why no, would you? It, and it turned out that we both somehow each gestated and birthed identical twins but in in our separate bodies Mm -hmm. yeah that was like the finale of the show so that that was fucked up i mean i feel like a lot of friendship is just being annoying to the other person until they (laughs) eventually like you i i feel that 
I can back that. I mean, it works. <laughs> Joe and I are a perfect example. I just, we did an interview and then next thing you know, I emailed and was like, hey, want to do a podcast? And here we are. Yeah, so you were the barger, Laura. Laura. <laughs> yes, I'm a big Joe. barger. I'm, yeah. I'm known for that. <laughs> big barger, I'm, Laura. <laughs> I'm hard to get. You're L the barge. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe I have trouble making friends because I'm just nobody finds me annoying. Is that maybe why I have trouble socially? Yeah. Here's my question because you're both, you know, successful on your own and, you know, you're, you're front people on your own and then you join up. And then you're you're sharing the stage lights. The the roar of the crowd is now split in two for you mm. guys. You know, like if I was hosting a podcast by myself, I would get more credit and people would, you know, only be fans of me. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, Joe. Maybe people wouldn't know about you as much Whoa. if you didn't have Laura. Yeah, I mean, wow. okay. that's, a, that's, a, See, that's, that's a great point. That's a great a point. theory. One it doubles, theory. It doubles your family there, you know, like... If this was a family party, you have twice as many guests because you yes. both had your birthday party on the same day at the same park. But a maximum of 10 people <laughs> yeah. and you're spaced yeah. out six feet apart. Yes. It's yeah. always you, been this way. You just made a really good argument. for. <laughs> so you saw it as expanding the fan base and, and sharing it. It was more of a, a challenge. I think just the fact that like when you get together with someone else – that gives you, you know, a little bit like what comes out of it is something that you would never mm-hmm. think you know it's like a mm, articulate wow, union articulate. or this kind of, like the, it's like this this challenge it's, it's it just kind of their own thing articulate, completely articulate. that's so their own uh, um, yeah I can't think of words right now. I don't know what's happening. But, uh, but, but uh, <laughs> is it because you're mostly naked right now and it's weird to think? Yeah, and you're I'm just jewelry on your ankles. I'm just wearing well. I'm not the anklets <laughs> that you think in Austin is is it's different here. Anklets are socks, so uh, that's all I'm wearing. So yes. how many are, of those are you wearing right now? Well, one for each ankle, which is mm. seven. I know. Okay. Oh. Cool. <laughs> so, an odd number. Interesting. I have a lot of ankle going. I on. think it's really interesting to only wear socks. Well, it's very porn of you. It's very too. porn of you. It's for the tan, you know. <laughs> right. So I look like I have more like a, a hoof situation going on. And then everything else is just a golden bronze, you know. Wow. You're really nice. painting a picture and I, yeah. I don't mind what I'm hearing. It sounds, so these are the funny. kinds of words I can think of. <laughs> Joe's getting a cucumber out of the freezer right now. <laughs> but, you know... I think you know it's it's just a, a lot of fun to write with someone else and kind of have like a, a co-write situation where it, you know you you are taking responsibility for each other's feelings and words and the end product and and that like um, puts a different pressure on but also takes a lot of pressure off at the same time I guess so I, I figured that's out how to you articulated you. it perfectly now there we go it took me that long yeah because you know when you're alone you're like yeah I'll just throw that out there and then. <laughs> When you have someone else, you have to, uh, you're not going to put your, you know, you want it to be the best it can be when you have someone else to be accountable to. Um, yeah. It makes and I a think, huge like, difference. We definitely like explored like emotional zones more and kind of talked through things that we wouldn't have on our own, I don't think. So 
that kind of uh, lent a really cool energy to what we came up with for the record, you know? Yeah, because when you think about writing songs on your own, you, I, I write them and I don't think about what they mean, really. You know, I'm like writing it and I don't have to explain it. But I think the then you do an interview or something and someone asks you and like just the process of explaining it or saying it out loud is like so important to what you created. Yeah. And trying to get to the heart, heart bone of uh, oh. what you created. Oh. Yes. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> we did it. Seamless. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, like, do you hang out a lot? Are you um, friends outside of your work? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And do you ever fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like, I think it's more, I think it's more when we have fights or whatever you would call them. It's more of like an inward freak out that we each have. Uh, but it like definitely weighs heavy and we don't agree on everything all the time. And uh, most of the time it works out to be for the best. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it just, one of us is in a weird headspace, and then it spins the other one out. But I think that happens with, with everybody, but we're both pretty like high, high energy, <laughs> high emotion people. So, you know, it's bad. Sean is the kind of friend who doesn't doesn't let me do my introverted uh turning inward and stewing thing he'll let me get away with it for like maybe a day and mm-hmm. then he'll be like so what's going on yeah <laughs> and then uh you know then my lip will start to quiver yeah we're uh, we're good at communicating with each other and we've always been really open with each other throughout our friendship and What's crazy is that in the past few years, we both just have been through a lot. Maybe it's just the ages that we're at, but uh, yeah, we've we've been there for each other through a lot. Feels yeah. very familial. I think it's, you know, we, we have a good combo of both taking things so inward that like I go inward in a different way and kind of like assume that everything that is ruining everybody else's time is because of me. So I have to like seriously like like uh you know confirm or deny, you know, <laughs> and then that just causes a lot of like talking through it, I feel like, and that's so it just it comes from like uh complete insecurity <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of my friendships are like that, and I'm the one that's like, "What's wrong? Are you mad at me? Hey, hi, hey, 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 and Joe, yeah. maybe you're more of the reserved type. Yeah, I don't like to uh, actually say how I'm feeling about things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's one of those things you kind of, I think it comes from being like, you know, it's from a weird place of being self-centered where, you know, you're just like the the main character in your own story. So you assume that, you know, if someone's having a problem, it's got to be because of you when you don't realize that you're just like the, you know, the Kramer that comes in once in a while. And it's like, that was (laughs) beautiful, Sean. That was very well put. (laughs) I've kind of been trying to like realize that more and more lately. That was like, wait, that's really self-centered of me to assume that I'm like that person's problem. You know, I feel like I'm the George Costanza though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, yeah, 
I've, I feel like I, I feel like we're just a couple of Costanzas. Yeah, we are. We totally are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I refer to myself as like a couple of Costanzas or just the Costanzas. <laughs> yeah. It's like a poetry team, a poetry slam team. Costanzas. Costanzas. Oh my gosh. Sean, we could uh, become an improv team. Oh, easily. Soon. <laughs> we should. Since we probably can't play music again for a while. Improv is really great to do um, over the internet, too, to, when yeah. there's someone in the audience. Yeah. It's great. Especially when you can't see. Yeah. To really feed off of the silence. <laughs> yeah. And getting well, yeah. suggestions Nobody, from yeah. That's the, the audience. thing that's been getting in the way. Yeah, classically, the audience has been what's been getting in the way of the fun of improv. For yes, definitely. Years. definitely. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's great. Well, I do want to say, before we get, you know, too far away from, you know, the music, which I guess you're maybe leaving mm. behind for improv comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did, I did want to say, I am very much a fan <laughs> of of your music and I I can't remember the first time I saw it but I feel like I was pulled in by the the visual components and the music being tied together cuz you guys are so funny with just even your like photographs and you know the colors and the outfits and everything um just drew me in and then yeah I was listening to the music and obviously that was equally as as well, great thanks I think that was kind of the fun of starting this project, like with Heartbones, was sort of the fact that, like, by the time we, our first songwriting session was in Austin, like two years ago, April. So we wrote like two or three songs, and I, I feel like we had more photo setups than songs for like the first <laughs> year of our band. Cause every time we'd get together to write, we'd do more photo shoots. So we were just really into like playing with like what we looked like as much as like what we sounded like. And we didn't really know either. And so we just sort of like went for it. And I feel like that was, um, we just had like promotional materials just ready to go constantly. And I think that was like kind of hilarious and, and kind of like, like really, uh, precocious and amazing of both of us. Cause I just like, after about a year was like, what the fuck are we doing? We have like eight songs and like 14 photo shoot setups. <laughs> this is amazing. We're like, we're like so ahead of the, cause sometimes that's like work you have to catch up to. And I think mm-hmm. we've done this for so long that we like realize that we're like, well, let's just get like this, this other part that's super fun kind of going as well. So we don't have to like, like worry about that. So this is fun yeah. for y'all because like I feel like I look at a lot of the things I do as like it's all stressful like a photo shoot so my god a photo shoot oh I have to like put makeup on and I have to suck my stomach in and I have to you know it's always like I, I which is something I'm working on is trying to you know be present in the moment appreciate and all that kind of stuff but it sounds like this is this is fun. Oh we're hams so it's like that's the that's the fun <laughs> part, part of what makes a photo shoot less nerve wracking is to work with somebody that you trust and that puts you at ease. Uh, I've had a really close friend in Jackson shorts for the last 10 years. Oh, and I shot with him. Yeah. yeah he's amazing. He's, amazing. Yeah, he's, he's so great. And he's done all of basically all of the heartbone stuff. Uh, yep. He knows how 
Sean and I want our faces to look. Mm-hmm. He's really chill and really balances out our vibe. Um, he, yeah, he makes it an experience. He plays music uh, on his speaker and, you know, has snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and having, having a, f- a photographer who gives good direction is really important um, because, you know, it's not a selfie screen. You don't know what you look like while it's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have somebody who you trust that they know what you look like in your natural habitat and and they know a bit about your personality so that you know they're not <clears throat> you're not represented too stiff or anything like that um so, and we have so much fun with Jackson yeah Jackson oh, and best. his makeup too oh my gosh yes. yeah just so talented yeah and i'm just lucky like the the things he has around his house or studio wherever you end up shooting like are just he's ended up being able to like outfit me when I've flown in with not enough stuff to wear that looks cool in a shoot. You know, it's like sometimes the, the stressful part for me is being like, Oh, I brought what like anklets, one, what one anklets pair do of I shoes. Wear? Yeah. Which <laughs> anklets do I put on? Uh, but like, and then Jackson's got a room full of anklets, but no, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but honestly like that, that is the thing. Like when I'm feel ill prepared, that's when I kind of freak out a little bit, but Jackson like, totally makes that a non-issue and then you know also makes me strive to like be more prepared like last time I flew to for the uh for the hot dish album photo shoots I flew in with like two giant suitcases full of just like the weirdest clothes I feel like that is another bonding point between Sabrina and I is that our closets are like hilariously just more costume than <laughs> like practical clothing, you know? Yeah. It's funny how <laughs> similar we dressed prior to knowing each other even. Oh, y'all want a fun fact? Um, yeah, I do. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I mentioned that Sean has a fiance named Laura of whom I'm very fond. Yes. Uh, well, I, I don't know if Sean has even noticed that he does this. I'm sure <laughs> over the past about year, um, anytime Sean and I get a matching item, like, some cool sneakers that match. He'll get Laura a pair too. So yeah. actually yeah. there's like this third family member that matches with us. We all oh, three yeah. have Bucky's, Bucky's the beaver, Bucky the beaver onesies. We all have <laughs> rainbow vans. We yes. all have. Um, He's slowly trying to get her in the band. Sounds yeah, like. basically. Or I just like I can't, I can't not be matching with someone all the time. Or I, just feel- <laughs> I love matching. It's so it's fun. Very funny. It is. Yeah. It One is. time, Joe and I went for a little interview at where were where do we go? The Statesman, and we showed up in the exact same outfit, and we didn't even plan it. It was so yes. cute. I love that. I'm picturing Lederhosen. That was it. It was so exactly. good. Yeah. It was laundry day. <laughs> he looked All hot in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, you were just wearing uh, nothing but the marathon number pinned on to your flesh, right? That was the kind yes. of look. And anklets, of course. <laughs> yeah, and anklets. <laughs> anklets. So are, are y'all riding uh, now in quarantine? Are you? Are you riding, Sean? Oh, that's a 
crazy question. No, I, 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 it's hard to, in theory, I am writing like in my mind, I'm mm. making this album, but, um, I've like doing the work mentally to like prepare myself to like say that I'm writing an album. But in reality, there's not one note that I've actually committed to, but I've been making notes in my phone and I'm waiting for that one day where I get kind of like toppled over the edge of actually finishing a song. So I have like ideas galore. I just haven't committed to what I want this next Harmar album to be besides that. I want it to be the follow up to my last album, which was called best summer ever. And I just want it to come out this summer sometime and be called worst summer ever. So yes. that's, that's, that's all I know so far. You know, <laughs> perfect. That, that yeah. might resonate with people. I think so. It has to happen, basically. That's all I know. So that's well. You have a lot of work cut out for you to get an album out this summer. Yeah. Well, I think you can just drop it at this point. I've got like three or four songs, so I'm not like hopeless. But I I don't know what direction I really want to go. Once I start, I can write an album in two or three weeks, Mm -hmm. and then if I have a couple months to produce it out, you know, I feel like confident I could probably have something out in August or something like that. But um, maybe it could be in September and kind of be a time capsule of what was just the worst mm. summer ever. Who knows? I can spin it however I need to because that's how my lazy brain works. <laughs> I've been writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What have you, you've Me been over doing? here. I know. Well, I, I mean, know. I just uh, I felt weird about when I said, Sean, have you been writing? It makes it sound like he writes all the songs for Heartbones or something. No, not, yeah, that's and, not true at all. Um, that's not how I took it. I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, how about you, Sabrina? Have you been writing? And I'd be like, yeah, a little bit, but not nearly as much as I usually do because of depression being so intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird time. I mean, yeah, we, we were definitely not writing Heartbones stuff. That hasn't really even come up, mm-hmm. you know. But we, Right. We got a couple rounds of songs in in February, though. So yeah. we're still fucking in front of our other album or ahead of our last well, one. What is y'all's production? How does your production work? Are y'all, do you, do you self-produce this stuff or is it? Oh no. Okay. Uh, we, I mean, we, we're good at like writing and finishing a song on our own, the two of us together kind of thing. But mm-hmm. we, we have bandmates, um, Aaron Baum and Ryan Mock and Adam Hurlbert, who all have studios in their houses and they, they are, we couldn't do it without them, you know, like okay. the, the sounds we get and the, 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 just like, they're very, they're very instrumental to our instrumentation yes. for sure. Um, Those are our touring bandmates. I yeah. watched one of your performances on, um, the, in the little studio thing. What was the name of the, the current? One oh, of yeah. those. The bass player was oh, moving, man. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, Adam's great. You should check out his other band, Solid Gold, and we play together in Gangs as well. And um, he's 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 amazing. He's in another band called uh, Arrow Flynn as well too. So you should check out his other work because it's highly recommended. I very, will. Very awesome, guys. Musician, everybody, guy. everybody, check that out. Um, yeah. I did want to ask too. <laughs> That was to the listeners. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Um, hey, listeners, you do that too. Um, I wanted to ask about, because this has happened to me, and I'm not a musician. I mean, I had a band in high school, but 
you know, we don't need to talk about that. But I wanted okay. to ask you well, if like, he, like in he your, brings it up a lot. He brings it up a lot. You know, I mean, it's if we must, if we have to talk about tall, dark and mm-hmm. handsome, here we go. We can. Ooh. You can see it's a joke band. We played one one battle of the bands, and we we did pretty well. I just you know we didn't win, but um, anyway, I wanted hey. to uh, I wanted to ask because sometimes I look out the window and a song comes to my mind, and and then I'm in the kitchen and like a song comes to my mind and I'm sort of like being you know reminded of music in different parts of my house, and so I wanted to know if you guys that happens to you too. My my brain is crazy, so I I'm like constantly muttering to myself, and I don't know if they're songs or just like random phrases. I feel like I'm kind of like, uh, I if I heard myself talking, I I would have no idea what what I'm even talking about. So I I don't know. I honestly don't, I don't know if I'm what I'm saying right now. Honestly, what was the question? Do different parts of our house it was not do songs come to you? Yeah. Well, and so, and when I'm, I'm not talking about songwriting, I'm talking about, like, I looked out my window and I thought of the Kinks song sitting in my hotel and I was, you know, like oh, wow. in, in, in my living room and I thought of the Beach Boys like in my room, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not like, oh, that's a lyric. I'm like, oh, I'm like in a song right now. That's cool. I mean, I, I feel like I've had moments like that, but I don't think they come up they don't recur in the same rooms for me you know what i mean i feel like um what if you got like the wrong song like an earworm that you don't want and it was See, now i'm favorite, starting to get anxiety <laughs> turn your head now baby yeah. just spit me out yeah like every <laughs> time like that yeah every, yeah every time you open the refrigerator it's like Where's your head at? Where's your head at? It's like, wake up. Why'd you put on a little makeup? Ah, <laughs> oh, get knocked down. That's oh, <laughs> Actually, that song does come to my mind a lot, unfortunately. Every time you walk down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you flush the toilet. Anytime <laughs> your head hits the pillow. <laughs> This is scaring me because it's it, this is how my mind is though. Is that I'll have, now I'll have some weird compulsion for like the next five years from this conversation. <laughs> and you just have to keep moving. <laughs> that don't impress me much. Oh God! <laughs> These are all those kind of songs. <laughs> They're all the ones where I don't really know the words that well, but I just like know this one little thing, and then the rest is just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, lucky that my breasts are small and humble. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I stick them for mountains. I'm picturing Pee Wee's Playhouse and the furniture just each has a different song for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Pee Wee. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of boys to men in my. In my acapella head, just wow. because of the depression. Oh, Could you, you want to you want to give us you... a little little sample? Now we've come to the end of the road. No, I can't let you go. I'll make love to you if you want me to. 
I wish I could have like Home Depot deliver a a barrel over to your place that you can kind of sing around and light fires in. (laughs) Kind of do that classic barrel, a fire barrel, kind of. Warming, warming your hands, hands. singing some yeah. quartet. You got to get a fire jams over. <laughs> and like three friends. Yeah. I think this, if there were ever a time to have a fire barrel, we're living Sent in to it, your baby. Friend. That's what I've been doing this whole quarantine. I'd dress really formally and I'd send fire barrels to all of my friends, <laughs> any one of them. <clears throat> Don't worry. If you're my friend, a fire barrel's on the way. Oh, great. I can't wait. Yeah. To get mine. We just met. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's great, Sean, because, yeah, if someone uses their fire barrel for uh, things like, you know, boiling water. Um, that's uh, it. And being able to see at night, then they can yeah. save money on electricity. Yeah. And that helps mm-hmm. because a lot of people are unemployed right It's now. good for conjuring. It's good for singing over. It's good for, you know. Conjuring, uh, rolling. You can also, yeah, you can get a lid for it, and you can maybe try your hand at Niagara Falls. Maybe later, you can go on, in there and hide, it. and then pop out and scare people. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can always put straps on it and wear it in case you get in a situation where you've lost your clothes, but you need to, you know, scurry around. The always bring the barrel. Yeah. In case yeah. Your clothes get lost. <laughs> I normally pack a barrel full of clothes for tour, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're always like god damn it we have to get the barrel out uh, every time we load into the club put the barrel back yeah. It in. <laughs> yeah i i insist on putting it in front of everything else so you have to move it <laughs> so where where do y'all think um you know everything's fu- changing we're all going barrel uh and uh, <laughs> we're never going back. But do you think this has um, altered music, the music industry, oh, you know, oof. forever? Laura, even? I can't. I can't. Oh, I, I can't even right now. It's What's so hard to say. I'm, <clears throat> I'm worried about independent venues coming back. I just really hope, like, there's some sort of bailout for for them because if we come back and every venue we love is like a live nation venue or something it's just oh jeez i'll never play another show i know it's like (laughs) you know there's just shit like that like you know that there's gonna be a like some sort of bounce back or reform from that too but who knows what it looks like and it's just too like too grim to even kind of like it's really hard to talk about it's like talking about somebody with a terminal illness while they're still alive, but suffering. It's yeah. like, uh, God, that's a great way to put it. That's how I'm feeling right now about our industry. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I can't speculate and I'm hoping, fucking hoping for the best. Definitely. You know? Um, but it's hard. We're, we're watching. Yeah. It lose major organs, like small independent venues. Um, yeah, it it's like it's I feel like what's happening first is that restaurants are closing, which is such a bummer. You know, and I think most of the musicians I know are service industry employees too, so it's like first off they're like jobs that they fall back on are gone already, you know. Um and like I I'm just being I don't think I'm being overly dramatic, but like in Minneapolis, a couple, a few of my favorite restaurants have already closed just because if anybody was on shaky ground like to what? start with. Mm. A place called Muddy Waters uh-huh. was great, a great, uh, <clears throat> not venue, a great restaurant. And um, another one called Bar Luchador has just decided to close. We went um, there. 
Yeah, and they're just just great places that, you know, if anybody was on any sort of shaky ground financially before this started, like there's there's two years of rebuilding and you know maybe potentially fifty percent capacity kind of dining happening and things like that, even if mm-hmm. it does open up and it's it's fucking it's bleak and shitty and it's like you know it's just making way for more chipotles and pot yeah. belly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. and it's not going to be great right. for the musicians either because it's like we're going to be expected to help out you know yeah yeah <laughs> you don't need it's, that pay that you got before help us out yeah yeah oh yeah exactly um yeah i don't think guest list exists anymore so that's that's one thing Nobody, nobody's going to be calling for the guest list because that's a weird question. Weird I guess ask. the scenario I picture is more like um, the venues that I'm used to playing that are like a, you know, three to 500 capacity room uh, that, you know, those are the perfect venues for a band of my scale. All the bands mm-hmm. I'm in, that's pretty much the appropriate night for us. Yeah, same. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like when those places have to go to a 50 or 25% capacity you know, honestly, some of them might not even want to throw shows that way, but the ones that do want to throw shows that way, they're going to have to take like higher, higher ticket artists than us, you know, to make mm-hmm. a profitable night out of 150 people or out of mm-hmm. 250 people charging, you know, 50 bucks a ticket, I, I believe. And um, so I feel like instead of seeing like Sean or Sabrina at the Empty Bottle or at, you know, Barracuda, we're going to be seeing, like, Leon Bridges, Ty Siegel, mm-hmm. for, for, like, a high dollar and, you know, well-deserved, yeah. but it's, like, um, you know, the type of people who would be in that kind of demand. And um, that I don't know. I hope we can be one of those bands, but that's how I see it maybe working. And I don't even see that happening until yeah. 2021. And and it's it's mm-hmm. already been dramatically reduced, like capacities, just ever since, like I don't know what I call, like I don't know, I think since Great White, really, since that fire, you know, like the venues used to be packed in, and I think it's a lot safer now. But like a lot of places, to, you know, the the fire code capacity is already feels kind of empty, you know. Um, so to take that down another 50% is kind of kind of bleak feeling yeah. it's but at the same time you know obviously safety first but it's going to take a lot of scientific knowledge and and um I don't know the fact that this whole thing's been the fact that it's been like politicized already is just like muddying mm-hmm. the waters and making it so like like hard to wrangle you know, just because people just want to go out and fight for haircuts that they never got in the first place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much sums it up. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to take it out on a bummer note. Um, I was wondering, well, um, what's everybody's sign? Oh, Aquarius. Okay. Cancer. That's right, Sean. Oh, um, so Joe's a Cancer. I'm a Cancer. Sean's an Aquarius, like my sister. And Laura, what are you? I'm a Leo. A Leo. Leo, <laughs> <laughs> <Rare>, baby. <laughs> so what are we, where do we take this What does that mean? What do we yeah, do? So what, yeah, tell us about uh, that. Help us. <laughs> well, I think that it's interesting because Sean's an Aquarius. My sister's an Aquarius. Like the power of 
I don't, relativity. Uh, you know, I don't really <laughs> sound like an insane person, no, yeah. but there's magnetism no, with water. We're just like full of planets and, you know, the times we're My dear born. friend Jackie Vinson's an Aquarius. Female body are very influenced by the moon. It's, it's nature. It's the seasons. Gravity and by our relation to the planet. Uh, and so is the ocean. Oceans influence Pull, yeah, or connection. Well, okay, so like there's... <laughs> I did obviously smoke a whole joint and I'm talking like it. <laughs> I really like it though. I'm like, what, oh, what, look, what are they going to say next? <laughs> it's nature. What? It's the season. Yo, oh. oh, the moon mm. and the tides and we're made of water. And you mm-hmm. said we're full of it. And yeah, I think we, we are. are fucking full of it. And we're so, all full of it. I, the reason I was asking everybody's zodiac sign was completely to divert the subject because I was getting really, really depressed. I was but, uh, too. I got goosebumps <laughs> yeah. at one point. I was like, you, oh my God, if y'all can't get a show, I'm, yeah. my fucking ass ain't getting a fucking show. I'm going to be, oh, I was going to say a dozen street on a midnight, but there ain't even a dozen street anymore. That goes down too. You just start talking like you're at Burning Man, like I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the sun. I know there's a God, but who created God? Whoa. Laura, I can't right now, okay? <laughs> no, I think this is perfect for you, Sabrina, because uh-huh. I have a game. It's just fun. It's it, it, We were talking about there's water inside of us. Well, we're going to play a game called Guess What's Inside of Me. Uh, Whoa, a frozen okay. cucumber. cucumber. <laughs> okay. Obvious. Game over. Duh. Okay. We'll play. <laughs> round two is different from round one. I just you guys won. Okay. I want you. Okay. So listen, I'm going to be putting a food inside of me, and you have to tell me what it is. Okay. So listen closely. Oh, God. Okay. You hear this? <laughs> Sean? <laughs> We can't hear. You don't are know you, me. Are we supposed to okay, hear I'm something just, right now? Right now, I'm just stirring it. Okay, I'm not even putting it I've inside. Seen. Of oh well, that's okay, a I'm clue just, right there. Trying wow. to help you. This okay. is stirring me it right now. It can be stirred. Smoothie. Are you drinking uh, beans out of a can? Drinking beans. Okay. That would so go along with the whole barrel. barrel. Situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously obsessed with my future. Barrel on the mind. Are we supposed to hear something now? Okay, sick. Okay. Well, I'm trying to make sound. It doesn't actually make a lot of sound unless you slurp. Is that a pudding cup? (laughs) I like where your head's at with the consistency. You got pudding cup? Oh, okay. It's it's similar to a pudding cup. Okay. Oh, wait, I know what it is because you told me. I forgot. Is it a vat of mayonnaise? Because if so, I, I... Regret coming on this podcast. <laughs> Is it like, uh, did you get um, the contents of a packet of Licamade Fun Dip uh, wet? And stir it up. Sti- yeah, stir it up with the stick, the fun stick. Yeah. And then you looks- slurp it off of the. F- Am I close? Is that why you're not stick. answering? <laughs> you're so. I mean, when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, I was just a millimeter away. Oh, um, Yogurt, is it cottage cheese? A milkshake. A yogurt okay. cottage cheese milkshake. <laughs> dairy? Oh God, cottage We're in cheese. dairy. You're, you're dairy. right oh. on the money with dairy. Yogurt? So, no. Uh, Frogurt? Did you find an old jug of Frogurt? Uh, no, but I, we're we're gonna go to final <laughs> final round. Oh, jug of Frogurt! <laughs> can we can we play the jug of Frogurt commercial? Actually, now. Oh, I wish I were high right now because ba-ding, ba-ding. this whole thing. All um, right, juicy fruit mountain. 
Juicy Fruit Mountain. That's okay, we're gonna I'm lock transport we'll lock to. that lock that answer in. Sabrina, what's your final answer? Cream cheese uh, bisque. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Sabrina. Cooking in a barrel, living in a yurt. Grab your jug of Froger. <laughs> that was Wait, the qu- quickest the I could come up with yeah, a jingle for good. Froger. Maybe it's not my Maybe best did word. you take milk and mix it with your own blood and then drink it back? Ooh. It would be kind of it would be kind of pink. Pink, then. yeah. So maybe like oh, Cute. so I'm feeling I'm feeling pink, and I'm gonna say uh, Pepto Bismol. <gasps> yes, uh, yeah, I think so too. I think you were drinking Pepto. Yeah, because okay. you had too much dairy, and that's why you said um, you're on with the dairy. You're on something. Oh, 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 oh! No, no, it's actually dairy. Um, it is because uh, I have to eat dairy really fast. I eat it by the spoonful. It's like it's beans. And this is um, this is sour cream. <laughs> oh Holy wait, so you were slurping sh- sour cream? It's disgusting. <laughs> what yeah, the I- fuck? Oh, fuck. I don't know if our French. I don't know if our friendship is that strong yet. What? Are you actually throwing? No, it? I'm just gagging. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I haven't been exposed to many people and. You're like right in there, and I'm remembering the sound now, and it's just of right all in the there. people yeah. to be exposed yeah. to. It's it's a lot. I know. It's more. Yes, Laura. This, I would like to say it's our first time we've made someone gag, but yeah. it's not, and it's, it's happened on live television before. More of a dour, a dour cream. You've taken the mood and made it nice. dour. <laughs> yes. Jackpot. <laughs> and it's, I just want to point out it is room temperature because it's been sitting out this whole time. Why? So. What is, and uh, I want to happening? point out this is not a game, game. we had to play. Because <laughs> it's a game that we reserve for when we are not, we're having a hard time with the guests. Listen. It's like we can't, they're not talking a when lot. When your guests like, are difficult to you. Just, Listen. you know, when you're, they're not talking a lot and you, you you got some time to fill and we're like, oh, we'll go with the old game thing. Like, we didn't definitely didn't need to play okay. it right now. You know what? Some would argue we were in a very negative space, and really the sour cream brought us back to happiness. <laughs> I don't know if that was A lot of true. people are saying that. That's what friends are for. See, I think I, sa- I, think I saved it. I think the sour cream yeah, you saved it. brought us all you together. You, everyone's going to think that when they hear it. We yeah. owe There's like this great conversation, and then Joe's like, hey, wait. Guys, yeah. but listen, <laughs> I want you to hear me. Joe is riding. <laughs> Joe is riding on the shoulders of everyone who's listening right now, just like a hero and a god. He's <laughs> like, I cannot believe that sour cream move, man. <laughs> that guy. They're, and they're listening back because then they're like, now that I know. Wait. Great. Joe. Joe. Joe? Joe disappeared. Joe, you disappeared for most of that. Yeah. Did Hello? you mute yourself? Because you were saying such amazing Joe? stuff. <laughs> Joe? Well, we'll have to listen to Joe, the tape. Because, you, you know, maybe, maybe spoiled sour <laughs> cream is not good for you. <laughs> no, I think he upset his stomach. And yeah. That's why he went quiet. Well, well going, guys, whoa, thank you all for coming on the show. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was just cool. one hour. We need we need like six more one hour sessions to get to the bottom of everything. Whoa. Yeah, because we want to have him eat uh, low low fat sour cream yeah. and um, all the different ones. Well, we want to keep this uh, 
container of sour cream out until we finish the other six hours of podcasting. <laughs> and great then idea. try it again. Yeah. So. Y'all, I'm going to do all our charts. Like, yes. Oh. And link us up and let, I want to know if we'd work, if we'd all work out, you know? <laughs> yeah. I want to know if we're all going to work out. I need to know. I need to know if I'm going to get a barrel in the mail. Ooh. Oh, yep. No. Thank y'all for coming on. <laughs> Heavy friending. Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. Probably also, probably number one for people gagging at this point, too, I think. Um, well. And it's, I mean, a it's a milestone genre. for some. Um, I'm, I consider it a, an accomplishment. So. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all so much. And thank you stay guys. safe and all that stuff. And I hope, I can't wait to hear new music. And I hope everything, you know. I hope it works out for all of us. <laughs> We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We just have to. We just have to. You know, just get tight. those barrels. Get these barrels going. We'll get those barrels going. Everything will be good. All right, don't forget your anklets. Talking off mic before, you know. Wait, who's Mike? We, <laughs> we were all talking him off together as a podcast.